0: Good afternoon, folks. This is Ron Stone, on Randy Burks, and you're on Around the Pond. We're brought to you by Shack Shackard, your alpha insurance agent in Holly Pond, Walker Brothers in Baileyton for all your billing supply needs, Affordable Tire and Automotive, and Wealthy. Traditions Bank, Traditions Mortgage Company, Holly Pond Animal Clinic, Citizens Bank and Trust, Hopper's Family Pharmacy and Market in Fairview, Mullins Body Shop on Highway 31 South in Coleman, Merchants Bank of Alabama, Randall Shed, Alabama House District 11, Holly Pond Supermarket, The Rough House in uh, Berlin, and Farmers Poultry and Supply on Highway 157 in Coleman. Moss Service and Funeral Home on Highway 31 North in Coleman, Holly Pond Tire and Loop, Stewart's Auto Parts in Holly Pond in Coleman, Hall's RV in Albertville. Heritage Dental, that's Dr. Brad McKinney and Onion. <coughs> Alabama Well Press is on Evil Road. Dan Stevens with Alabama Health Guidance. Sullivan Photography and Travel. The Spirit Shop and the Awards Palace. And welcome into our program tonight, uh, we've got Coach Coleman on him. And Randy, we're going to turn it over to you and I'll get her started.
1: All right, Coach. <coughs> pardon my voice here. I want to welcome you into the program tonight, and uh, it's great to have you. I know that you've been uh, here at uh, Holly Pond, uh, getting things started here for uh, a couple months. But tell us a little bit about the uh, walking into the program. You wasn't able to have a spring, and trying to coordinate everything and get all the boys lined up with all the summertime work and uh, the the. The training and every, weightlifting and everything you needed them to do. Okay. I'm
2: sorry. I can barely hear you.
1: Okay. Uh, Andy, Is that a little Andy bit better? Speak up. Is that better? That's yes. better. Okay. All right. Now, uh, Coach, it was great to have you uh, join us tonight, and we appreciate you being with us. I know it's been a difficult... Kind of a quick transition, uh, there was not a spring, um, and you had to go and come in, and meet with the boys, and get everything uh, prepared for uh, weights, weightlifting, uh, training, and tell us a little bit how, how you had to come in and hit the ground running.
2: All right, well, uh, got hired, and then at that time, I was still working at Lucky Sport, so I had to split duty between them and uh Holly Pond and luckily Mr. Smitherman the uh principal at Holly Pond, or at uh the principal at Locust Fort was very uh understanding and he gave me time to was very understanding let me have my time to take off to go down to Holly Pond and we got to run our skills group and kind of figure out what the guys were all about whenever we started to run our skill stuff and throwing the ball to them, let them run a little bit, and go over some coverages and pass routes and run plays and stuff like that, which was real good for us to get a good idea of what our guys were capable of. And then once we got to summer, it was a full blast, full go. We got some kids. We got our maxes for our first little deal first week. Then we got good good three weeks of working out in. And uh, we all – I would say about 90% of all the lifts that we did, everyone uh, gained or at least stayed the same. So we had a good, successful four-week cycle of working out, which was uh, very helpful and is going to shows the signs of what these kids are capable of.
1: All right, Ron, go ahead.
0: Well, uh, coach, uh to start off with why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Where you come from, where you grew up, uh, who you married? How many kids you got? I got to give you one compliment on kids uh when we had a softball tournament between the parents and the uh uh coaches and teachers and all uh during the uh summer with uh Deistrimus. Son, of the baseball coach. It was to benefit the baseball team. But you came up and you christened your baby right. She was eight days old, and you brought her to a ball game at Holly Pond. So you can't get a much better start off in life.
2: That's right. Uh, I've grown up a little bit all over. My dad was in the military. So we went from uh, started off as, born in Birmingham, and then we moved to the Philippines quickly after that, then moved to Shreveport. Then after Shreveport, we moved to Japan, and after Japan, we came back to uh, New Orleans, Louisiana, then we finally came back to Oneonta, Alabama, and then when I started high school, that's when we moved to Susan Moore, and that is where I went to school, graduated from, and then after I graduated there, I ended up graduating college at Jacksonville State University, and then right out of that, I started coaching and uh, teaching at Susan Moore High School. And I was there for the next nine years, uh, spent the time there, worked up to coordinator. And then while I was at Susan Moore, I ended up marrying my wife, Amber Mason. And we have three kids, uh, Kylie, Amelia, and Ada. And Kylie's 10, Amelia's 2, and Ada is going on 12 weeks. And then uh, after Susan Moore, I went a year at Locust Fort and was their defensive coordinator. And now here I am, the head coach at Holly Pond.
0: Now your wife is in the medical profession. She's, yes, sir. And uh, yeah, she did, she didn't become a teacher like you wanted to be. All right. right. When when you said you were uh, was born in Birmingham, and then you was in the Philippines. Uh, You've got to travel a lot, but I hope you found your home here, and tell us what you expect to build out of the football program. You know, Holly Pond has never been known as a football school. They've always been a basketball school, but we want them to change that.
2: Well, we're just looking to uh, get our boys to be recognized and get them the opportunity to have football be fun and be something they enjoy doing. And then, you know, with that coming, when football's fun and you get a little recognition, you know, it starts building something, starts building a little bit of a culture behind it for the kids. And once that happens, it starts turning the mindset around and they start believing in what they're doing. So a lot of it's just getting us to get the culture built around it and get them to Believe and they have the opportunity to be good football, be good at football.
1: One thing that's always really important is if you can, <clears throat> for football, if you can get the. Randy, we
0: still can't hear you.
1: One thing that's really important still for uh, <clears throat> for football is you got to be able to reach all the boys. It's you got to get the basketball players, the baseball players, uh, the the track athletes. Um i'm sure that you come in you've walked the halls but going through that process also of meeting all the boys um it'll become easier once school starts uh, back again but how did you go about that coming in knowing that you're still sp- having to spend time at Lux Fort?
2: well luckily they had their uh Sixth and seventh period, they had their weightlifting and then their uh, athletics period, which gave me an opportunity to get to see meet the kids that were up there, and tried to spend a little time around the office. And then whenever uh, Mr. Edmondson, he was you know, he was the assistant principal, so we would call in some kids we thought should be playing football, and we'd go and give them our best pitch to try to get them convinced that maybe they should give it one more shot. And that was kind of how we did it. It was just filtered out some names and we would try to reach out to them and see what we could do. And it was, it was very difficult because I'm always personally, I like to be in the hallways with the kids and build those relationships. Once you build those relationships, recruiting them gets a little bit easier. And then whenever the, you know, kids around you know you, then they're your biggest asset when it comes to recruiting kids because kids love listening to other kids.
1: (coughs) Now, one thing the boys have been doing in the weight room, they're getting a little bit uh, stronger and uh, larger. Size-wise, how are we kind of looking on the line this year? Uh, we've were we we've been very young the last two years on the line. Um, how, how are you kind of looking right now?
2: Uh, well, we're still young again. We have some kids that are still young but still have some playing experience, which is a great thing to be getting as a coach coming in, is you still got – offensive line-wise, we still got two years with about everybody on there, and then three with some other ones. So, you know, we got plenty of time to work with them and get them going in the right direction and, you know, knowing what we're doing. And size-wise, I mean, we're not like – Huge by any means, but we're definitely a comparable, decent-sized football team.
0: Now, you How do the players you got out this year, coach, and so far, so far we've been teetering around the thirty
2: mark. We have some that's been out due to summer stuff and family uh, vacations and working and all that. So we're hoping to tidy that up here soon to get that fixed up and. Once school gets here, we can really start rolling and making sure we have all our pieces in place.
0: Well, you've always had a good uh, group of parent coaches to come in and help you. Have you brought? Was you able to bring any of your coaches with you, or did you know any of them that was here that can break in as an assistant coach for you? Tell us about your coaching staff that you've put together so far. Uh,
2: So far. one of the big things we ended up doing is we got a junior high head football coach that will be in the building, in the junior high building during the day. Great. Which is going to be a great asset to us. Uh, coach Russell, he's he's going to be a little green, but by gosh, he's excited and he's ready to roll, which is, you know, that's that's most what everyone needs nowadays is somebody that's willing to work and willing to put in the time. So uh, I think everybody needs to take a chance to make sure to congratulate him and, And thank him for taking on this role because that is just – I was tickled to death. Uh, We're still ironing out some uh, staff positions right now. Uh, We're looking towards – we got Coach Wilson still here with us, and he's going to be taking on a role with us on the coaching staff. And then we have Coach Steele and Coach Pace that have been here during the summer whenever they have the ability to do so, you know our early morning practices usually or early morning workouts and stuff usually make it difficult for people to get there because they got their jobs to go to. So we're hopefully figuring that out as we go too. which afternoon is everyone's usually good.
0: I'm glad you're keeping coach Wilson. You know, he's, he's broke in about eight or nine good coaches for us here. He's been on the assistant staff for a long time, but, uh, you, you, you should you should know what that means. You've uh, had three principals in in three months here, and four counting uh, uh, Mr. Edelman who left <laughs> as, soon, as soon as he got you broke in to uh, or give you the keys to the locker room anyway. <laughs> but uh, we we laugh about it. But you you you'll handle that very well. Now you know you've got to break in me and Randy. We've been doing this a long time, but we still need some assistance every once in a while.
2: Oh Lord, I need all the assistance I can get. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: <All> right. <clears throat> just don't just don't ask so now, uh, just don't so ask Coach Ron Coach what Russell place came to run. In is
0: he more offense, defense, or tell us about how you've sized him up so far?
2: Coach Russell, I just uh, young guy that's looking to uh, be there for the boys and build those relationships and get things going in the right direction down there and get stability. Yes
0: you got him on a recruiting staff, huh?
2: Oh, yes. He's definitely hey. going to be recruiting the halls in the middle school.
0: There you go. Great. Uh, I know, Randy, I, you got... I know uh,
1: last year, uh, one of the really Speak good... Pick up, Randy. <laughs> Ron, I'm talking in about as the, loud as the, I can. the mic, yeah. <clears throat> um, was looking at last year, I know on the middle school staff, you had... Uh, um, yeah, Michael Lambert. Michael was one of the best quarterbacks we've had here at Holly Pond. He went on to quarterback at Huntington. I know he's married and got a young child, so I'm not sure how 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 that plays in, into it. Um but he's one that that would definitely could reach out to and uh, be an asset to your uh, middle school program. <clears throat> and um Let's see. Ron, you got one of my questions, so now i got to think of another one. <laughs>
0: Coach Mason, have you got a mockingbird? Uh,
2: there's lots of birds. I was just sitting out on my porch, and they're all oh, okay. here right now.
0: <laughs> okay, I thought you might have a to eat or something now. Like oh, Lord, no. Oh, okay. I heard one chirping good. Go ahead, Randy. I didn't mean to interrupt you.
1: <laughs> we do have to get to a real serious point, though. Um you said you were at Susan Moore uh when you got married. Now were you were you coaching at Susan Moore when y'all first met? Yes, sir. Alright. Can you share a little bit of the story how you come up with a creative way to ask her out something really something really great and outstanding?
2: Well, it wasn't uh very creative or anything. Me and a buddy were hanging out and they were mutual friends and he's like you know I, I, I kind of I know somebody you should talk to and see if you should work out and go on a date with and I said well who's that and he gave me Amber's name and said let me ask her if she's dating anyone and I said okay ask her he did and then we ended up going out and it was during spring break and we ended up going out during spring break and then hadn't looked back since <laughs> I really wasn't crazily creative but
1: Well, that's a lot better than some of the stories we get. (laughs) And see, like, uh, the one I tend to use is the fact that I had a diving interception against Cold Springs, and Rachel looked over and Mom said, I'm going to marry that guy one day. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, we tend to go with that one. Uh, Right. I'm not saying it's totally true. Uh, Now, parts of it is, but we'll just kind of leave the rest of it to add live a little. Right. But now one thing we do want to do look at you had you had some size uh, coming out of the middle school team this past year. There was also some ath- some athletic boys that had never played football before um, with with all the transition. Were you able to reach out to them or or is that something that still get still a work in progress?
2: Well, it's still kind of a work in progress to see what direction some of the people want to go in right now. We still try to reach out and talk to people that we can. Uh, It's just difficult because, you know, there's not a lot of trust built right now. And that's kind of where we're sitting is uh, building trust. And, you know, things changed frequently there for the last, what, four years, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And then it kinda of back and forth on some coaching stuff and that, that kinda of hurts kids and their mentality and what they think's going on and they just kinda lose hope a little bit and hoping to get time to build a little trust with them so they understand that, you know, it's here it's it's here to do what's best for them, you know, and it's just tough to start building that with people.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. He is coach, but now you'll be the first coach we've had in a few years. It's actually walked down the hall during, during class, and you will be teaching class. You're, uh, you're a math teacher. Is that correct?
2: Oh, no. That is way above me. Oh, That's okay.
0: Well, what There's what smarter do you people teach? out
2: there. I'm, a, I'm just a social studies teacher.
0: <laughs> I, I, just a social studies teacher. People need social studies, too, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I learned how to spell math, but I didn't learn how to spell social studies, so I'll get to it later. <laughs>
1: that's because that's because he took three years of English his senior year.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm an English professor just getting out of high school. Uh, well, you know, hey,
2: I, I was very rough in English in high school, so it's not like I can say too much about anything like that.
0: <laughs> well, the computer chip in my brain that handles English... It went on vacation in the seventh grade and didn't, I don't think I've ever got it back. And and I still can't spell cat. But uh, I tell you what, you will be able to recruit in the halls and be able to get to know the people. Plus, uh, you know, we got Nate Ayers back for a principal now. Nate is a football person, he is a sports person. I mean, he, he loves academics and all, but Nate will really be able to help you out in, uh, he, if they, anybody here wants to see a successful football program besides me and Randy, it's Nate Ayers. He, he's oh, like,
2: yes, sir. He's been awesome. He's, He has helped me so much in just the short amount of time that he's been here and me and him have been working together. It's been it's been a real blessing.
0: Well, if it gets hard to deal with, just get your fishing pole, carry him fishing for a few hours. And he'll, he'll straighten back up. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Now when we got coming up uh, a couple of dates. It's important for everyone to know, and we also want to mention that Nate has started putting out a letter. It's a monthly newsletter. If you, uh, it's, it'll be posted on Facebook. If you need to receive it in your inbox on your email, you can contact the school. It'll have a lot of worthwhile information and. I know that they've got a high priority, and uh, much like Coach Mason does in highlighting the boys uh, and the students and all the girls, that's that's some things we're going to be seeing, plus keeping everyone informed what's going on at school. Uh In that, a couple of dates mentioned is August the 12th. That will be Meet the Broncos. It's on a Saturday. Um, there will be... Now, Coach Mason, you were you were somewhat instrumental in helping with this also, weren't you?
2: Oh, uh, just, it was just something that I've been a part of for the past 10 years. Uh, And when I was in school and I always enjoyed it and I always thought it was a good opportunity for every one in the community to put a face with the people in the helmets and the people playing volleyball and the uh, band members that are out there playing on Friday nights and at the pep rallies and the cheerleaders doing all the, leading all the cheers and you know getting everyone excited and the youth program that not many people get to see Uh, and you know if I'm missing anyone I apologize but it's just uh, the community needs that the kids need that we need to celebrate them they don't get enough uh, there's a lot of people that like to talk bad about the generation now and talk about you know stuff about them but you know we need to take a moment Celebrate them for them actually being out there and doing something and trying to be in a positive light. And, you know, it's as simple as them walking out on the field and get their name called, well, they enjoy it, and they like that recognition. And we really believe that this is a good opportunity for that to happen.
1: And also uh, there will be a scrimmage, uh, like a jamboree scrimmage coming up. Uh, the f- the following Friday night uh, that'll be at Hansville if I'm not mistaken yes sir and uh, how have y'all decided yet how that'll be or will y'all work it out that week
2: uh, from how we've and you know it's, it was a month ago or two months ago that we spoke about it but it was kind of a we're going to go out there and we're going to try to compete the best we can for a half and then after that, we're going to try to get any, anyone else in and get as many reps as we can as for the young kids, too, especially for them that have been working really hard this summer. They deserve an opportunity to get a chance to prove themselves and show themselves out there on the field. So we just got to – it's a good litmus test for us as a team because we'll go to some OTA, seven-on-seven seven stuff, and uh, we'll practice, but you don't know what you got until you actually go against another team and suit up and play the game.
1: And a lot of people are wondering why we're talking about the 18th being the uh, scrimmage. Last year, the first game was on the 19th, if I remember right, at Clements. But that has to do with the actual beginning of fall practice. And that was one thing you were explaining to me was the actual start date has to be a full week in August. It's not like you start just the first day. It's actually yes, the the first full week. But now, since Holly Pond didn't have a spring, do they get 10 days before that official start date, or is it only 7?
2: We, we will start on the 31st. We get to start a week early due to not uh, having a spring competition. And that just gets us a little bit more time in the fall to get prepared, which I which we we talked about and we thought that would probably be the most beneficial thing for us at the time.
1: Now you do have a, you do have the backfield back for the, a good part of it. You've got your quarterback who was a big time playmaker. Uh, you've got some receivers some running backs uh, you do you do have some playmakers on the field
2: Oh yeah we got definitely great kids that can do really good things with the balls. In their hand, uh, and they're good kids too, which makes it a lot easier. Uh, I, I, we're we're excited to get them to see them play and to see them compete because we've we've been going through summer and been kind of like throwing balls and going through run plays, going through pass schemes, and working out and running. But you know, it gets a little boring, and you don't know you you feel like you don't get to see the specialness that some of them have through that kind of stuff sometimes. And once we get out there and start competing against people, we'll definitely get to see what they can do.
0: Okay. Ron? Okay. Coach, you said you went to Jacksonville State. Uh, they Jacksonville State's going to Division One football this year. We had Greg Sikes on the uh, program last year, and it was right before October, I think it was the 6th, and they were having their visitation day that day, and uh, Coach Rich Rodriguez is at Jacksonville State. He will have a uh, visitation day where the students can come in and listen, and uh, I'd like to see us carry them this year. We didn't get right. a chance to last year, but uh, we've carried a, a, a number of students in Coleman. We, uh, Me and Randy broadcast for 92.12 also, and uh, we carried uh, kids when Terry Bowden was at, uh, Sanford. We would go down there. And then when he went to, uh, North Alabama, but this will be the first division one we've got carrying these students. But, uh, you being an old alumni, of, uh, Jacksonville state, I hope you'll uh, put in a good word for them. And, uh, most people that don't know, Rich Rodriguez was the one they hired for, uh, before they got, uh, uh, Nick Saban, but Rich went up, decided to go to Mint, uh, to Michigan. But uh, anyway, he's back and he's doing well. He, uh, I think last year was his first year, and he went nine and two. Uh, but he'll be going to Division One this year. But of course, Greg said, "says Hey, you know, last year we made uh, five hundred thousand dollars on one game during the thing because he had the TV rights. And all these we kick it off." Uh, I forgot who he said he kicks it off with, but because they're in the uh uh in- uh Division one, they're gonna get a one point two million for their first game, so it's gonna be a big change for them but I hope we can use Jacksonville State as a stepping stone for some of our boys to take more interest in going on to college on a football scholarship yes, sir Did you play football at Jacksonville?
2: oh no, sir I was a uh... uh-huh. Five, ten, hundred, sixty-pound linemen—they
0: don't—they <laughs> don't really look for us that much.
1: <laughs> Are you saying uh, that didn't fit the template? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, I, I, at least you were a line when You get to knock somebody. Ever play? You get to hit somebody.
2: Oh yes, that and was sometimes you can Jordan hit them more than anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, sometimes you can hit them before the ball snaps, after the ball snap, and after they're down and out. Yeah, if you do it
1: right, you you can stay on. <laughs> uh, yes, sir. Hey, uh, you now you, what Ron's trying to say in a nice way is that they started football back again at Holly Pond in the '60s, and ever since then, he still holds record for the most penalty yards by one player in one, in a single game. He, he 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 made the game extremely physical before the whistle and after the whistle. and We'll just kind of leave it at that.
0: Well, I'd played five years at Tarrant City, and then I moved up here in the 64 season. Well, that was the year that Tarrant won the state championship, but I come back up here and got to play, and it was the second year of football, but it was the first year of varsity football, and I thought I was a lot better than I was, and I tried to show it, but, you know, they always caught me. (laughs) Uh, I love football, and me and Randy... Uh, we've been doing this a long time, and i missed two seasons with him. Uh, I've been doing it 40 years, and Randy's been doing it 30. Or We started our 40th and 30th year, and uh, to, to 30 years together. And uh, my granddaughter went to Fairview for a couple of years, and she was in the uh, band. And so I had to go up there, and I'd done their games for two years while she was uh a majorette and then I come back to Holly Pond being here. And of course, I, I graduated here and I'll be here, I'll be here when the field uh, dries up to dirt, you know. When I quit watering it and it goes back to axis, I'll, I'll be here.
1: What's, uh have, now have you had a chance to uh, look ahead and start reviewing video of uh, Hans Fuller Clements, either one from last year? Or has that been helpful? Or
0: uh,
2: did you say looking at our boys from last year?
1: No, the uh, like Clem, like the video of Clements, and uh, and you know I know Hansel's going to be a scrimmage, but kind of get a little bit of an idea of what you'll be facing in the first week as uh, Clements comes here to face Holly Pond. Uh,
2: Honestly, watched a little bit of the Clements Holly Pond a good bit last year before playing Holly Pond and uh, really taking more time looking at us, trying to figure out what we need to do and trying to really hone in and get our boys right. And then we'll work about other people whenever we get that chance and get that stuff straightened out.
1: Now, have you you already laid out a practice schedule? How how y'all will handle that?
2: Um, Oh, practice? Well, Usually what we'll do is we'll have a little warm-up period. Is this kind of how you want me to do, just lay out what we typically do at a practice?
1: Yes, sir, please.
2: Okay. We'll have a warm-up time, get ready to go, and then we'll probably have a brief moment of doing some uh, tackling, uh, little four drills to get the pop, get the blood flowing, and stuff like that. Then we'll probably go to an offensive line – or offensive – sorry, old offensive lineman. Coach, uh, give me a brief second, but we go to our fundamentals. We'll break up into our skill groups and to our offensive line groups and go over the fundamentals and stuff we need to be able to do it. And then we'll break down and we'll hopefully get some of our uh, linemen in a back and the quarterback and run some inside stuff and then let the receivers work on some certain uh, run blocking stuff. And then we'll switch around and then we'll have our offensive linemen work pass rush stuff and then we'll take our offensive group and we'll work our passing game and then we'll transition into our defensive side of practice and we will go out there and we will work on our individual stuff in each group from you know corner safeties linebackers and defensive line will all work their individual stuff then we'll kind of take the same approach where we do an inside group to work the run game while the uh Secondary group works a little bit more of their secondary coverage stuff with uh, comboed up with the safeties and corners. And then we'll work a seven-on-seven top deal where our uh, actual DBs will actually play against offensive people and have to, you know, match routes and do things like that to make sure they're keen and ready for that. And then by the end of practice, or by the end there, we'll be wrapping all together and have a team defense and kind of get to that point. And then each day we'll probably have a different two-minute drill. We'll have a fourth-down drill, and we'll have a perfect play drill just to kind of keep them on their toes and be able to work different things.
1: Being a coach at uh, Susan Moore and also at Locust Fork, were you able to take uh, parts from each one of the head coaches to really kind of mold and form your uh, uh, template of what you're wishing to do Uh, with a football team? Oh,
2: definitely. I've got to, luckily, I have been under some good coaches that have taken some time and taught me a lot. I mean, even from when I was in high school to the point of last year, I've got to be with a lot of good coaches that have really taught me a ton of information. And, uh, you know, just seeing how things work out with them, or see how things didn't work out, I, ideas didn't work out, or did work out. I can, I definitely have taken and stolen and did what I could to make it my own. But if they say at the end of it, all good coaches are thieves, and I've stolen as much as I can to that I think is good stuff, and trying to uh, work it into make it a great thing for Holly Pond.
1: All uh, right, Ron.
0: Okay, good, well, coach, tell us about what you expect out of the parents not only coming out and supporting the kids uh working on the field, uh how involved will the parents get on building up the program. I don't want them to help you, coach. you'll get plenty of that without asking, but, you know <laughs> what kind of plan do you have? You know we've got some pretty good facilities, uh I'm sure you'll look around and say, hey, we need this and we need that and uh, you always have to have a fundraiser to do it, or somebody to get some money. But tell us about uh, when will you be talking to the parents once a week, or if you if they got anything to say to you, you want them to uh, not say it during the game or during the practice call. Set up an appointment, talk to you. Or what kind of meetings are you going to have with the parents? Give us what you're going. To, how are going to handle the parents? You'll handle the kids very well
2: parents I always like to have an open line of communication with them about anything we do because the more questions they ask the better i get at what i do because you know it's no secret this is my first rodeo as a head coach so there's gonna be things i forget to say because sometimes my mind works faster and then i give out information <laughs> so i just kind of <laughs> go in a direction and then all of a sudden people are like what are you doing and i'm like okay oh, yeah, i didn't tell anyone So, uh, questions are always encouraged. We have, uh, man, I can't remember what the actual thing that we'll be using when school rolls out, but uh, we have a communication line that we use, and right now we've been using Remind during the summer, which is a great asset that I like parents to use to ask me questions about stuff that we're doing and, you know, the direction we're looking to go, and Most of them, or I would say all of them have done a great job communicating with me through that, and if they do need time to talk, they can always set up a time to make sure, you know, it's a good time, or after practice, kind of come to the office and say hey and get clarification on something. Uh, But, you know, anytime we're painting the field and painting something or trying to revamp something or getting something look really nice we definitely will take all the help we can get it's one thing it's hard to do is turn down help and I, I definitely don't ever want to turn down somebody's help
0: there you go okay well i'm glad to find out we got a coach that's mine works real fast i got a, a fast mouth and a slow mind so i have, I have trouble keeping up with it.
2: Now, I may have said that
0: to make it sound like (laughs) I
2: was smarter than I am, but that is not what that meant. (laughs) (laughs)
0: No, I was just kidding you. (laughs) But uh, I'm glad that you want a good open line of communication, but, you know, uh, there's a time and place to discuss things, and and the parents need to know it when the players do, because you've got to get that line of communication going but you needed it at the right time in the right place.
1: Oh, definitely, yes, sir. No, Ron won't put a lot of pressure on you. He he he'll probably at least give you the year two or three before he demands a state championship. Um,
2: right, which that's definitely expected. You yeah, know, I mean a little bit of time.
1: Yeah, right. when I started coaching youth ball, he, he just he just walked over and said, "Look, this is what I what I expect. I expect you to be in the county championship game. I expect several county and." Uh, in uh, in uh, regional tournament championships in softball, I mean, not that he he wanted a whole lot, but you know that that was that was the way he put it. But <laughs> but see, Ron was Ron was a former school board member, and one th- one thing he did was we would be going to games, and he would research classes and grades, and yes, he expected a lot. from and he wanted commitments from our uh, coaches but he wanted that from the teachers also he always wanted what was best for the students and um, so if he comes up and he says not that he said uh, any chance you'll uh, win the region here next year just just remember he sometimes don't shake that off so you will have to remind him about the process of building and so uh, So, but, but his, I will tell you this, working with him for 30 years, his heart's in the right place. He cares about the kids. He cares about school. Um, he's been there. Well, when Ellie was born, him and George was two of the first people at the hospital. And, uh, it was, um, you know, like I said, it was, uh, uh, he just cares. He just cares about everybody around here. And so, um. Now he can't get out there and mow the football field like he used to, but no uh he don't mind he don't mind telling somebody else to do it. But <laughs> <laughs>
0: but uh usually the coach. But yeah. uh but yeah. well you know a coach needs to mow his own football field to kinda know where to send his players to run and the easy mind, you, you do a lot of thinking on a on a lawnmower just riding around.
2: Oh yes, always. And if do you're pushing,
0: and if you're pushing it, coach, you think better. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's I think
2: it really well because that's how I mow my
1: yards with the push mowers.
0: So. Wow, well, we like a person that thinks on their feet. Yeah.
1: Now, one thing we I do know is uh, when we went, we would go. I think we went to Cold Springs one year, and the grass was about ankle deep which told me that they wanted to get negate our speed and run a power game. And it was the very next week we went to Susan Moore and the grass looked like it was about like a putting surface, uh, on a green. And I looked at Ron, I said, they're going to have a lot of speed. And he said, how do you know that? I said, just look at the grass. And so, so when we walk on the field the first time, I'm sure we'll, we'll kind of get an idea of what your thoughts and your, your, your process is. And I'll be able to, uh, we'll be able to go from there. But uh, anything you would like to uh, mention to all those listening, just to uh, uh, you know, it's something, maybe that you hadn't had the opportunity to tell everyone yet. Uh, and kind of get it out there before we go ahead and close tonight, and let you uh, t- uh go back to uh, letting your wife have a break from all the kids for a few minutes.
2: Yes. Uh. Well, I just really want a few things for us to know is uh the Blazing Bronco of the week. We do that every week, and I you know I can't remember on the first post if I said it or what or we said it, but. You know that's a, that's that's the kids promoting their own like teammates because what we do is is whoever the Bronco of the week is is they're responsible is they're responsible to watch everybody in the weight room watch them out on the practice field and watch them throughout the week and they that first day back we come together and I bring them to the office and I say listen buddy you tell me who's the who's the next Bronco of the week who do you think deserves it. So I think that's what makes it a little more special about it is it's the peers. They're, they're nominating each other for that, and they're looking to see who's working, and they're looking to see who's doing the right things to be the next Bronco of the week every week, which is great for them to be able to see that, number one. Next, uh, you know, uh, I think last week they broke ground on the weight room expansion which we're really excited about. to have a little bit more room to work around in, uh, which is as soon as vet gets up and rolling, it's going to be really nice. We want people to come see that. Uh, then, just so everybody knows, we are still got stuff we're trying to sell. Like uh, we still got football jerseys. That We've got plenty of football jerseys. For anybody that wants a Holly Pond football jersey, come let us know. We've got it. We've got all kinds of them still. We got green, white, black, gray. We got reversible ones. We got all of them. We have How much are you selling
0: them for, Coach? Uh,
2: We're selling all the one sided jerseys for $25 and all the reversible ones for $30. Okay. And they will, uh, we've been running it for the days that we're there. Uh, we kind of let, if anybody wants to come in and purchase one, they're more than welcome to. And our goal is to also have them out on, uh, oh Lord, on Meet the Broncos and for our home games. We're going to try to also have them out there for anybody that would like to purchase one as well. Especially hold on some of the past stuff, the uh, past great things that have happened in Holly Pond. So people have a little bit of memory from it. We also got a few helmets if anybody wants those.
0: <laughs> Randy, you said uh, Meet the Broncos is going to be on the 11th of August.
1: 12th. It'll be on the 12th. It'll be on a Saturday. May when? It'll be the 12th. August the 12th. August, okay. August the 12th. Yeah, I, it'll be on a Saturday. You
0: know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be gone to uh, a Big Red One convention, the First Amendment. It's in New Orleans the night through the 14th, so I won't be here, but uh, I'll uh, I, I'll send my money and cheer them on from where I'm at. So. Yes,
2: sir. We appreciate that. And just so we all know, I'll meet the Broncos. we were going to open the gates at 4.30, just so everybody can kind of get in. I believe Mr. Porter said the band's going to be playing some music for everybody during that time, too. Uh, We will also have the concession stand open, because we know it'll be hot. and It's around 5 o'clock, so everybody hopefully will be hungry and
1: come get them a hot dog or something like that to eat, too. Now, are you going to go back and... uh... Uh, you know, we 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 watch the. I know we, you and I have discussed. Uh, be, you know, watching a video of the team we'll be playing, and I do have a question. I, are you? How do you? Are you going to go back and kind of listen to us to see if we actually know one tenth of what we're talking about or describing it and telling us? Okay, <laughs> no, this is what you're really needing to, needing to to see on this uh play uh now are you gonna help us out with that a little bit now you now ron is old school and i'm trying to uh describe the game in a way that is to everybody can envision it but at the same time not be overly technical uh i i learned i forgot what year it was i learned how to I had a grandmother come up and ask me what was the jet back. And I knew right then it had gotten a little too technical. And, mm-hmm. and so, uh, so, so I guess I, I live it this way. You're welcome to come in and listen and critique us a little bit. Uh, if, and, uh, you know, like I say, if, if there's things you can point out that we need to be watching for, certainly let it, you know, let us know that. Uh, um, you know we've been doing it for quite a while we try to do it for most the kids the school the community uh have the games live on radio and the live stream for those that can't make the long trips um, it's it's just something you know we enjoy doing but by all means if there's something you can add to the knowledge of what you're trying to do and a better way we can describe it as to what we're actually seeing you know you're more than welcome to always say hey this is what we're trying to accomplish right here this is our front our movements and try to you know put it in a way that we can explain it to all those listening
2: right yes sir definitely definitely anything y'all have insight or you know would like to know or anything like that to kind of help out as much as we can. Don't want to give away all the secrets we
1: me. Yeah, we can't give them all, yeah. Yeah. Hey, if you're going to run a trick play, if you're going to run a trick play anywhere, tell me, do not tell Ron. Make sure you tell me. We're at Vine Mott. This really happened. And we knew there was going to be a halfback pass. It's third down. And Ron says, you think they're going to run the halfback pass right now? <laughs> so from that moment on we had to instruct the coaches only tell me they only tell me the trick plays that are coming
0: <laughs> coach, coach I will probably be trying to impress you so well with my broadcasting that you need to wait till the third game because the first couple of them I'll be so nervous I can't swallow a grease BB uh, fuck you. I'll be. Yeah, trying to impress you. So uh, just keep that in mind.
2: <laughs> well, I'll also be quite nervous myself, I'm sure. I, I do like to have a good pacing match with myself before most games. So I'm sure I'll start earlier this year.
1: I hear you. Are you at least a little bit superstitious? Do what? Are you the least little bit superstitious?
2: I'll give you this. I have game day socks, if that tells you anything. <laughs> Hey. And I may sometimes yeah. I, I work into a game day uh, outfit that I wear <coughs> specifically, uh, specifically for game days, and I've, I've that started about 2018 is when I really got I think my worst about it. So does your does your wife stick, give you a hard I, time about it? So- certain socks I wear and certain outfit I'll put on for the day.
1: Does your wife give you a hard time about it? Yes. Yes, she does. If you ever when noticed I girls are not you're... girls are not superstitious whatsoever. No. They're not. When I, I this is no love. Uh I'll never forget we're playing the state championships, and I it, I was telling I was telling you know this is tr- this is a true story. I was the first person that used the L and R on socks for playing ball way before Nike ever come up with it. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't patent it. I wouldn't even have it to be working right now. But I had I, I had my socks on a certain way. I had everything, you know. We always wanted to try to look good, even if we didn't play good. We wanted to look good, right. and I mean, you never know who's watching, you know. And uh, but at, at the same point, we had certain rituals we went through consistently. Uh I won't get into all of them, but yet it involves dressing and, but it's. It was unreal, you know. We we just just call it, you know, science, but you know, it works. Right. And, I mean, you know, you got to have your you got to have your certain socks. They got to go a certain I, way. I got
2: socks that I haven't worn in years that just <laughs> sit in my uh, drawer. That they're total Murphy's Law. any Anytime I wear them, so I just don't wear them.
1: And y'all must have lost that night. That must have been the only game that Susan Moore lost that night. Was it down at? Uh,
2: uh, one of them was Geraldine in 2018. Yeah, I wore a pair of socks, and I, I think the final score may have been 28 to seven, a loss. And those have pretty much sat in the in the drawer since then.
1: See, Ron, oh, see, Ron he's think already you. thinking. He's already thinking ahead. He's in preparation.
0: Hey, Randy, all these people that's listening to this program, especially it's gonna be on podcast, they gonna go back and think, what a bunch of nerds. All you gotta do. <laughs> Is remember, I'm not superstitious. I don't care if four-leaf clovers and all that. I'm religious, so I don't have to be superstitious.
1: And how many state championships have you won? And how many state championships have you won, Ron? How many state championships have you won?
0: Well, I won at Terrence City, but it was in basketball when I was 13 years old.
1: Okay, we'll count that one. We'll count that one.
0: <laughs> hey, but you know, wear my socks. I put, I take them off, put them on like I want to. I wear whatever clothes I want to wear. Yes, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know about these omens and good luck charms and all that stuff. <laughs> well,
1: I, I've been, I've been working on him for the past fifteen years. I've got him out of the monochrome shorts and shirt and the white socks. That's been the first thing I've gotten him out of. Um we're still we're still working on getting him into uh khaki pants khaki shorts and uh and a shirt, but we're we're working on it. It's, at least he's not wearing the button-up sh- short sleeve shirts with the shorts, which that's that was a huge improvement. <laughs> um but uh but you know, us we're we're getting him there. You know, when he's about eighty-five or ninety. He'll probably say, "You know, I pro- if I would have just, if I would have just gotten out of bed, put my left foot down first, and my right, and then I went through all this, I made sure the toilet paper was rolled under, not over, but under, and then I got dressed a certain way. We would have won that ball game the other night.
0: <laughs> that's where you're
1: headed, Ron. I'm telling you, that's where you're headed."
0: Um. Well, I tell you what, <laughs> wear your socks, left, right. Whatever you do, right. but if you hit them hard enough, you'll win the game. That's
2: right. That's definitely right. Uh,
0: well, coach, I say that Randy's already agreeing with me. He got to his first game.
1: <laughs> oh, well, coach, we certainly appreciate but, you being with us tonight, and I know, I know, uh, early on here, you know, we're we're. We're not getting too in-depth on anything. When we have you on a couple of times during the season, you know, we'll be getting a lot more in-depth. But uh, just wanted to have you on, let the people get to know you a little bit uh, that hadn't had the opportunity yet to meet you. And uh, just, you know, we'll go over some stuff, just have a little fun like we're sitting around in the house just talking. Um, and But most of all, we appreciate you taking the time and being out there for our boys. And uh, we look forward to you building something that, you know, everybody. There's one thing. If you're competitive and you put a quality product on the field, the people of Holly Pond will turn out. They will do it. And, you know, that's, that's what they're looking for. And that's what we look forward to seeing. And uh, with that, I'll, I'll let you all have your have each one of you have your final thoughts and then we'll then we'll go eat supper. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Well, I, if he sells enough tickets, we'll get to eat supper a lot of times. Coach, we are proud you're here and looking forward to working with you.
2: Well, I'm so thankful to get to be, uh, be part of the Holly pond community. I'm thankful that you guys have had me on here. Talk to me. Um, uh, and it's just, this is like a, it's a dream coming true for me right now. I'm really excited to get growing, get going. And, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be, it's, it's got the potential to be really good. We just got to get everything, all the pieces in the right place.
1: Well, coach, we'll, we'll get a coach. Coach, we appreciate you being with us and, uh, look forward to seeing you on the, on the 12th if, and Open House is on the seventh, so you will have a great opportunity to meet him at that time at open house and uh any plays you want to give him, just draw them up uh diagram it out as best you can, and he'll say thank you uh no. doesn't mean he's going to run them, but he's going to say thank you and oh yes, I'll take all the plays I can get <laughs> and uh but uh with that, uh we appreciate you being with us and uh Everyone have a, a good weekend. Uh, coming up next week, we've got uh, Coach uh, Mason's former boss, Mister Greg Armstrong. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> and
0: he'll Greg Armstrong. be
1: Armstrong. Yep. <laughs> and he'll be
2: asking about being related to me too.
1: <laughs> and oh,
2: yeah. uh, man, it's old Uncle Greg. So make sure, make sure you ask him the story.
1: Oh, we have to, are we supposed to call him Uncle Greg now? I mean,
2: I know I'm supposed to. Y'all can, too. I'm sure he'll appreciate it.
0: <laughs> we'll have to we call, keep that in mind. Uh, we call him a friend except for one hour a, a year, and then we call him the enemy. <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> we don't have no friends that hour. Yeah, uh, well, Coach, we are glad you was with us, and uh, we will see you on the ball field. Yes sir. Sounds All
1: right. good. All right, thanks for being with us. Thank you. And that was uh Coach Coleman Mason, uh Holly Pond varsity football coach. And uh,
0: Ron, uh you want me to give a sponsor a full week. Yeah go off? ahead go ahead and give them. or or is Kevin coming on tonight.
1: No, no Kevin Kevin will be on uh the week before the their first game.
0: Oh okay. All right, folks. We want to thank all of our sponsors, like Teresa Shackles, your hometown Alpha Agent Holly Pond, Walker Brothers in Baileyton for all your building supply needs. Affordable Time Automotive in Welty, Traditions Bank—they build uh, bridges, uh, financial bridges with their customers. Traditions Mortgage—let them help you with your mortgage needs. Holly Pond Animal Clinic, a hometown uh, veterinarian service both small and large animals. Citizens Bank and Trust. A small bank making a big difference. Hopper's Family Pharmacy Market in Fairview. They bring invest in grocery items, meat, produce, and prescription drug needs. Mullins Body Shop, 24 hour towing accident repair painting, where quality is a difference at Mullins Body Shop on Highway thirty one South in Coleman. Merchant's Bank of Alabama, the Merchant's Way Discover the power of a great community bank with Merchants Bank of Alabama. Randall Shed, Alabama House District 11 representative. Holly Pond Supermarket for gas, diesel, con- convenient late-night groceries at the pump, food items, or snacks. Come in and see us at Holly Pond Supermarket. The Rough House. We provide daily and long-term boarding for your pets. Plus, we do pet grooming. Farmers, Poultry and Supply. Get all your poultry supplies without even crossing the road. Moss Service and Funeral Home. Providing funeral and cremation service since 1882. Holly Pond Tire and Loot. For tires, wheels, oil change. we're a family-owned and operated business in downtown Holly Pond. Stewart's Auto Parts. We deliver the right products at the right place at the right time. We put you back on the road again. Halls RV in Albertville. They're North Alabama's RV dealer at Halls RV. We sell fun. Heritage Dental, Dr. Brad McKinney. A family dentistry where new patients are always welcome. Alabama Web Presses. Come press print with us on Ebor Road. Dan Stevens with Alabama Health Guides. Sullivan Photography and Travel. Sullivan provides our team photos. And the Holly Pond website spirit shop for custom hats, shirts, caps, and other items. Contact the spirit shop. The awards palace shop for plaques, trophies, nameplates, medallions, certificates, or pens. Think of the awards palace. Well, Randy Weed fought, had a great interviewer with uh, Coach uh, uh, Coleman, uh, Coleman uh, uh, Mason. I, uh, his name is Coleman Mason. They kept saying Coach Coleman when they heard him, and Coleman's his first name. But, uh, He'll be here, and I think he'll be with us quite a while. He's looking forward to kicking off the season and uh, being a coach here at Holly Park.
1: Yeah, and, Ron, if you'll hang with me just a moment, I'll go ahead and uh, end the live stream. Yeah. And, uh, um, and like I said, we appreciate everybody being with us. Next week, it'll probably be on Tuesday night once again, uh, we'll be uh, confirming that with Greg Armstrong. And, once we do, we'll we'll make the post. He'll be talking about updates at Locust Fork, along with uh, we'll also be getting into just some discussion of the other schools in Blount County, as uh, we'll get a preview of the 2023 Blount County football teams. And with that, we'll say good night. Appreciate everybody being with us, and thank you for your time. And look forward to being with you next week. Good night, everybody.